dive in, gentlemen. Welcome, 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 everybody, to the Chiluminati Podcast, episode 43. I Wow. That's crazy. I am, as always, your host, Mike Martin, joined by my two co-hosts, Alex Fasciane. Hello. So your beard's Hi, coming in nicely, uh, slowly yes. but surely. Yes, and the, you, I'm I'm honored that you didn't mention the sore in the corner of my mouth. I can't yeah. see any, so well, that's good. why. What? Thank, what? You. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. You outed yourself so quickly. <laughs> I, look, I'm fine. You know, I'm at my house. You know, social distancing. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's good right now. Um, but speaking of a soreless person, Jesse, what's up? Welcome. I got sores, but you just can't see them. They're emotional sores, <laughs> and it's okay. Or, well, all right. No, yeah, well, emotional. See, that's not where I, I went. I went emotional. I was that's going for I was going for genitalia, but whatever. It's God, fine. listen, I was trying to play it, you know, coy and eloquent. You know me, I don't play coy. I, I know you, you don't. No, Speaking of not playing coy, let's chill. Hey, <laughs> thank you everybody, by the way, for the support on the Patreon since we launched it launched it last week. We are. Instantly almost at two grand. We're almost at 300 patrons over on that Patreon. Um, thank you that's so almost, much. That's almost halfway to weekly episodes, man. It is. It is Can almost halfway that? to weekly Boy, episodes. You guys probably should give them something good for that then. Like weekly episodes. Yeah. I don't, I'm just saying. <laughs> well, they also get so make sure that aliens minisodes. are real or something. Well, uh, one day, Jesse, listen, here's my promise to you. When this podcast ends... Whenever the last when it episode, ends? yeah, whenever the You're last planning episode, for the end, well, the finale, the series finale, yeah, when when eventually it ends, whenever ten years, twenty years, a hundred years from now, a hundred years, we could fi- we could enter the singularity at that point. Transhumanism, baby, yeah, exactly, anything is possible. You will believe in aliens. Well, you're telling me that when I become half a robot, I'm still gonna be like, ah. <laughs> uh, Time for the podcast. <laughs> I hope so. You are All you incorrect. Have to do is think of, when you're a robot, you just think about it and create the audio file. It, exactly. It, we record them faster than they than their runtime. <laughs> and if you ask my dad, way before we hit the singularity, there's going to be disclosure. So, well, I, I'm with your dad. Your yeah. your dad and me would be good friends. Before I we think do. So. Speaking of dads, before we do anything. <laughs> Uh, really short story that I want to tell you guys. I wrote down this note because it's very, I feel like this is something that relates to us. So, uh, anyone who lives in LA knows that Hollywood is crazy town. And there are a lot of people there who just, uh, are a little, you know, out there. Delusional. Yeah. And so the other day I went to, uh, Hollywood to go grab a thing that was related to my favorite game, Control. Um... And we stopped to get coffee, and we were at a coffee bean. And we're sitting there talking about, you know, coronavirus and all sorts of nonsense. And a guy sitting next to us, who has been on the phone the entire time we've been there, screaming about silver and gold futures or something, finally turns and looks at us and says, oh, yeah, you kids work from home? And we're like, I mean, no, not really, kind of. And he's like, oh, I work from home. And he said this. This is verbatim. Oh, God. I always work from home because everywhere I go is my home because I live in the now. The earth spins and rotates at something, something miles per hour. I'm at a different point all the time in the galaxy, traveling at the speed of thought into the universe. My reality is the reality. Y'all should know that. I think you do. I hate that I mostly understand what he said. We were there. like, we looked at him like, what? And then because we felt obligated, started talking to him and he started mentioning to us, he's like, have you been to Silver? I don't remember what the website was. Something Silver. And he's like, you got to get in on that because that's how they cure Corona. 
And I was like, oh, oh boy. Okay. Oh, I hope I wasn't talking there. about Centrum Silver because that, that's a different. <laughs> but all different but thing. all day I, I was thinking about the Speed of Thought and how that's a great like Rush album name. <laughs> the Speed of Thought. <laughs> I'm going at the Speed of Thought. Stars shooting out of my eyes and butt. <laughs> the Speed of Thought's my new favorite line of any. I want to make a book called The Speed of Thought. That guy, he and the thing was, it wasn't like crazy ramblings. It was he said it looking at us in a coherent like this <laughs> is very the truth sure. that yeah and we are traveling at the speed of thought through the universe and I was like oh no you know <laughs> you know that you know the X Men Kitty Pride you know she yeah. can like walk through walls yes so there's there's a time there's one there's one uh, story arc where her body gets taken over I don't remember the exact circumstances but the person who takes over her body is able to like phase her in such a way that she detaches from the earth and the earth is rotating at like, you know, something like 2000 miles an hour or something. So she can basically like teleport, like, like teleport at the speed of thought by, by, (laughs) by, by just waiting. And then the whole earth moves to catch up with her. I, I just wanted to share it because it blew my mind. I was like, I never thought of stuff like that before. Not once have I ever heard the phrase "speed of thought," and it blew me away. No, but like, but like, he's right. At every moment, you know, you're at a different point of the galaxy, and his reality is the reality for him because that's the only reality he knows. That's what I'm saying. It's it's like it was very philosophical, yeah. but also at a coffee bean at 11 yeah. a.m. Like it's a little wild. You're like, maybe wait a minute. <laughs> maybe it's early for you, but it's a late. It's late for him at this. And point. Maybe uh, you just woke up and you were still in VR chat and you didn't realize, and you got up and went and got coffee in VR chat and meant like, <laughs> what's what's crazy is is this is I'm just gonna put this little cap on story he told us to go check out his three instagram accounts we were oh, like yeah. oh boy and he said you you kids he pointed to us because i guess he was listening to the conversation he's like you kids you could be on tv the four of you are hilarious but your conversation really funny you could do it you know i i run a business and you know just message me on my instagram account and we're like okay so after he left we were like you gotta check out his instagram account we could all remember one of them of the three he <laughs> mentioned but the one he mentioned we went to it's like Pictures of him and celebrities. It's crazy. We were like, wait, is this a person of importance? <laughs> the, his avatar is him and John Voight, like, thumbs upping. It's so crazy. Are wow, all, the, are all the celebrities as horrible as John Voight? Like, right? is it like I him know, and right? James Woods and shit? Like, Jesus it, Christ. It, it, the, it's, it's insane. I've just, Do you- <laughs> I'm not going to put it out there because the last time I vocally said an account of someone People went online and shamed that person. It was a dude who, like, ate whipped cream. Oh and we loved his videos. We were like, oh, my God, this guy's so funny. And then we put it out there, and people went and were like, you suck. And then he left the internet forever. And so I yeah. will not do it this guy. In private, I will share this person's account yeah, with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, oh, my God. Oh, I can't wild. wait to see this. Do you remember at Indie PopCon, you and I met a guy who, quote, unquote, ran a business who wanted to, quote, unquote, make a convention with you and, oh and all God, that Oh, my God, yeah. The guy who in the mall, he was, yeah. like, with his kids. And he was like, yeah, I'm like, I own, like, an olive oil empire or some shit. <laughs> something really weird. He's like, yeah. I'm building an esports arena in every major city and then you i like looked him surprised. up and he had like a self-published like print on demand book on amazon and that's it <laughs> that happens right. to me with a frequency that's unsettling i know what the <laughs> fuck is that well, i wasn't even in la at that time we that happens no, at we every chipotle yeah we were yeah. like we were leaving pf changs <laughs> yeah. we were leaving um <laughs> all right 
we've got a great episode for you today. But before we move over there, just to, hey, if you guys want like the show and want to support, check out the Patreon. Maybe to toss us a couple bucks. If you want to go up to the, to the, the Zealot tier, the $15 tier, that's where we drop bonus episodes after every single episode. It goes live over at the Patreon. But if you're sitting here listening to this episode right now and you're like at the end of it and you're like shit i wish i had a little bit more new chiluminati mm. if you're not a member right now if you go log in every single episode we've ever done will be uh, there. like once we since we started the, the patreon we'll have an extra like 15 to 20 minute episode so that's mm -hmm. that's value it know? is value check it that's out value. we appreciate your support and we love doing this now today boys we haven't done one of these since early december it is a reader story episode I'm so ready for this. Oh my goodness. I can't believe by the way, I can't believe it's not only March, but we're we are one fifth the way through the year. It's wild. Twenty twenty has simultaneously blown by how? and felt like an eternity. <laughs> we're more than a fifth of the way through the year. We're getting I'm, there. I'm, yeah, I'm we're ready to I'm ready to call this one like early and we could just move on to twenty twenty one. Like yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. Twenty twenty. And let's just chill. push past the 2021. If you have the coronavirus, we love you, and we hope we can entertain you while you heal. That's the yeah. goal. And stay for everyone fly. else, stay away from everyone. You're not doing it for yourself. You're doing it for everyone else, the elderly and those who would get sick. Keep away. You're, if you read your entire comics collection three times, it's three times as big. You know? I mean. Stay, stay inside. That's what I've been doing. I don't know if the math checks out on that. Oh yeah, definitely does. I emotionally, I've been, doing it. <laughs> I've been doing it myself. Stay indoors. Be safe. Mm -hmm. Well, let's be safe by reading some ghost stories. We get inundated. By the way, thank you everybody. You guys send us so many goddamn stories. I can't keep up. The emails, the DMs, the the subreddit. It's wild. And now that we have the Discord for everybody on Patreon, there's gonna, there's already a few up there. But the first one it's is nice. just simply called "Paranormal Encounters" by author or Reddit user Basic Bastille. We'll start off with something a little classic. He begins. I guess I should start by saying that as a kid, I loved the paranormal. You and me both, buddy. I was, I was into it since I was a child. However, as I hit 16 or 17 years old, I became more cynical and began disbelieving most ghost stories. Also fair. Fair enough. When I turned 19, I moved in with my aunt and my uncle. They had just inherited a house from my aunt's mom that wasn't well-kept and offered a room close to my works in, in my college in exchange for the occasional babysitting job that I had to do for my three-year-old cousin and some cheap rent. Things to know. The house was built in the 70s and two people had died in it, oh, with my aunt's mom almost dying in it as well. Every month, my aunt would spend a week with her dad and my uncle would go on a trip, giving me three or four days on my own. During these days, I often heard my cousin's toys start making noise and would go into her room, turn off the toy, and then put it away. Ten minutes later, the noise would then resume. I'd go remove the battery and toss it, figuring that the battery was dying. Ten minutes later, the noise would start up again. By this point, I figured it was probably some electrical thing that I just didn't understand and would bury the toy under the blanket so I didn't have to listen to it. Side note, my mom actually has this issue at her place, this, like, now, presently. Um, what, what exactly are you talking yeah, what do you about? Mean? So she what, has a room, a playroom. No, she has a playroom for my nieces and uh, my nieces and my nephew. There's two nieces and a nephew. And she has a bunch of toys in there. And she says at night they will constantly go off. And she has pulled batteries from them and they go off anyway. And she has had weird experience in the house, the house in general. So, you know, it is what it is. 
Um, and my sister has had some bizarre experiences in that room as well. Dude, I saw this. I saw this video recently online. That's like, uh, this guy has like a bunch of Legos. He's like a Lego mm -hmm. man. He's like a, a Lego lifer, man, like yeah, a yeah, time yeah. Lego guy. And he has like bins and bins of bricks that are just like not built, you know. Mm -hmm. And he always hears things that sound like, you know, that like sound of a hand raking through a shitload of Legos. It's a very yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. Yeah, it's a very pleasing sound, right? <laughs> Uh, he, he hears that coming from his like storage closet a bunch of times. So finally there's like a video of him filming it and he goes in there and he starts filming the stuff and he doesn't see anything as he's there. You know what I mean? He doesn't right. like the guy in the video does not see anything, but he posted it later because in the video there's like one, like it's like in the, like close to the door is, a, is where all the bins of bricks are, but all the way back into the room is like 1 million like things that he's built over the years. I and there's think like I've a, seen this video. There's like a Lego Technics robot near the yes. back that looks just like kind of like a sick mech battle bot type thing. And it totally like rotates, turns and looks yeah. at him as he leaves. And it's fucking scary. I have seen that video actually. And it's scary. There's another video I told you boys last week about the guy who was sitting in his bed and there's the desk and he has his lamp on there and he, the lamp is off on his desk and he films it and then he rotates to the to the window that's on his closet door and in the in not the window the mirror and in the mirror the de the desk lamp is on and he ro rotates back and then back to the thing and he's like fuck this and he's like I'm out and he was talking about it in the post and he's like I did not go back into my room that night he's like I was out until daylight came that's like well, I would never stop searching for the answer to that if that happened to me but what do you what, he said it hasn't happened since like what do you do at that point I would, I, would like, do. I would not have left the room. I would have been like, oh my God. What? I would have like, turned on the I would have turned on the lamp to see what happened. Yeah, I would have messed yeah. with it. I, I Touch the mirror, jump inside the mirror, go but, through yeah, the Enter glass, the different like reality Alice. where the beetles yeah, are still yeah. around. Just just step next to it, you know, go through the matrix. What did Jesse what did Jesse say when he said he'd see evidence of the paranormal? He'd be like, tight. It's real. I would. <laughs> I would be like, all right, <laughs> let's get yeah. crazy. Uh but anyway, my mom heard these. The toy thing is not necessarily out of the. That's that's pretty regular for hauntings, um, and then and we'll see what is, what they say from here on out. Anyway, afterwards, about a year after moving in, I started seeing things out of the corner of my eye or in reflections. I would be walking out of my room and see a small child dart into it. Figuring it was my cousin, I would go tell her to get out, only to find my room empty and my cousin playing in another room nearby. This lasted for the entirety of my stay, and I figured it was just sleep deprivation mixed with college stress. But things got worse. After a camping trip to a nearby national park. By this point, I had been living in the house for three-ish years, and was in my junior year of college. Some friends and I went camping after finals, and as a joke, I bought a Ouija board. Eh, eh, mistake number one. You bought the thing to invite the spirits into your little domicile. Don't it do literally it. is sold by a children's toy it manufacturer. Is, for the 900th time, it is not the fact that it is a toy, but it is the meaning that you attach to it. It false. is the intent that you attach false. to it. You're if I drew false. a pentagram with a piece of chalk or with a Sharpie or with a, or with a highlighter, different. whatever if you, I draw. If you drew with, out a Ouija board in marker and used a glass, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't but matter it how. Literally it literally is being sold to you by a toy company. It's not real. Stop Honestly, this. Honestly, even even buying it is not the problem. The problem is is opening a doorway to the that, demon realm. Yeah, it's the intent. It doesn't have to be the demon world specifically, but whatever's out there. You I'm know what I mean? A door you're to just the demon realm. Like you're a pussy if that's not what you're doing with your Ouija board. Well, if you're gonna yeah, buy one, enough. you might as well go straight to hell.
And I like I would just go straight and make a deal with the devil. You know what I mean? Yeah, like what let's I'm just saying. do this. Have my Why? soul for eternity. Why would you do that? <laughs> because according to religion, I just have to apologize to God before I die and nah, I'm good. That's not how that it's shit the works. same thing. It's the <laughs> same thing as getting up and turning on the light when the light's on in the mirror. It's just satanic. It's fine. Like it's, <laughs> it's fine. totally fine. So, what is happening right now? The two of you <laughs> should be the most worried about satanic packs. I'm not worried about it. I'm not worried Are about you kidding Ouija me? boards. I, when I was a kid, I would, I have distinct memories, bunk bed, top bunk, laying up in the middle of the night, making deals with God to be a, like a superhero. And then when that failed, I would try and barter with Satan. I'd be like, you can have my soul. Just make me a power Who ranger. Who are you? Because I was like, to, because in my child God mind, first. well, I did. I tried. And then he didn't listen to me. So I was like, well, all right. Fine, Eternal soul to be a superhero. So like. That's in my that, childhood mind not... was like, well, I might be in hell, but I'll be a hero while I'm alive and I'll just do good while I'm here. I can't wait to get like, welcome to hell, hero. <laughs> now let's <laughs> stick these turtles up your ass. Right? That's Spawn, dude, right? Spawn why like would, the hero from hell. Why is that? I, do you did, Is well, that something Mathis would like bring to the part? Like, no, I think that's, no, that's, that's his personal no, that's, hell is like turtles up the ass. No, that's that, because, Is that your like, personal hell? No, because the guy, all of the tortures are hero related. So first is Ninja Turtles up the butt. Okay. And then oh. he'd be, yeah. And then he'd be like, all right, now wear this cape. And then they carve an S on you. Right. And then, and then you have a bloody S. In an alleyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> then they repeatedly kill your parents in an alleyway. Oh, yeah. Come on. Come on. They go if to anything, kill your mom. They don't know what Martha they're supposed to kill. They just kill them both. The devil just takes you to see Zorro and you're like, what are we doing? And then you take a field trip to Amityville. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then we wrap it up. Actually, is it The Mask of Zorro? Because that's a great movie. I hate you guys. <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. I don't remember anything. Dude, it is good. I watched it recently. I bought the it on Blu-ray for like six Mask yeah. of Zorro is great. It's a it's great the movie. Same guy who would have did uh, GoldenEye and Casino Royale? It's who, a great movie. Who would have thought that Basic Bastille would have caused so many different tangents out of us? I'm worried us. for you, Mathis. I've never Me? been more worried. Yeah. Why? Not because okay. I think anyway. a demon's going to get you, but because you're willing to do anything for power, and that worries me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not anything for power. It's just anything for happiness. Come on. It's That's different. even more worrisome. <laughs> That's bad news. All right. I guess continue the story. Let's continue. Don't worry about me, by the way. I'll, anything for happiness is fine. As long as I don't do anything illegal or criminal or... That's it, really. Yeah, but yeah. I don't want to like have to you know, save you. Because I won't. You would, come you, know. save, Jesse, you would come save me? I would not, no. Oh, my God. See, what the fuck? See, I, we almost had a moment. If I could I. save you, I would, but I Je don't know. I know Alex would try, but. I Here's the thing. Prayers and well wishes. Thoughts and prayers is what I'd send your way. All right. Thank, I, That's well, good. Well, if I'm going to hell, thoughts and prayers might help. So That's we'll stopped a lot of stuff. It's, <laughs> yeah. It saved a lot of lives. It did save a lot of lives. So many lives. So this person and their friends bought a Ouija board, <laughs> and they went out camping. And as always, as you do when you're this age, they drank a little bit. He, however, stayed sober so that they could keep an eye on them. Very responsible. And they brought the board out to play after they had a few drinks. There were two others playing with me, friend A and friend B. And the conversation with the Ouija board went as follows. Yes, I'm ready for this. Question. Or friend A. Is anybody there? Board. Yes. Can oh, does anybody want to be the board? Can we, yeah, be can we substitute yeah, board for friend it. B? Who for friend B? The board for friend B, because that's who the board actually is. Well, wait, there is a there is no, no, a, there's friend a friend B. A and a friend B and oh, a board. Oh, I know they're the characters. I'm saying that the board is actually played by friend B. I see what you're saying. Yes. Gotcha. So 
Okay, who wants fake, to be... But go on. <laughs> gotcha. All right, Jesse, you're going to be the board. I will be you the board. Yes, I'm ready. Yes. Alex, you'll be friend B. Okay. All right, well, you're going to take it from friend B point. Go. Do you know any of us? Yes. Wow, very scary. Who do you know? And I'm then he spelled spelling it. out your name right now. Basic Bastille. <laughs> and then Basic Bastille says, how do you know me? Watching. You've been watching me? Yes. Okay. Tell me something only I would know. Your grandmother <laughs> has a really nice name, but she's fucking dead. And she died on this specific day. Okay, okay, this isn't funny. How'd you guys know this? Always watching you. And who are you? S-L, S-L, repeating several times. <laughs> S, and then it repeats S-L several times. Maybe he meant like, Yeah, he couldn't figure it out. He's trying to sound it out. He's trying to sound out his own name. How do you spell demonic in English? Okay, and then the person then says, this isn't funny, goodbye, and the board responds. No, bitch, I'm here forever. <laughs> Which is always weird because you're supposed to just say goodbye. This continued for several minutes until it finally says goodbye. We immediately toss the board into the car and try to joke around to lighten the mood. About an hour later, roughly two to three o'clock in the morning, one of the girls needs to go pee, so we all go, uh, we all go about a fourth of the mile uh, down the path to the bathroom. On our way back, we walk along the road. On my left is a steep ditch with the forest and, and one of my friends stays on my right. The rest of our group trails behind. As we're walking and making small talk, I feel something grab my left arm and yank. I stumble and trip into the ditch, panicking as I scramble back up. I turn to yell at the group behind us about a stupid prank only to see that they are about five yards away and all look scared. They start saying that they didn't do anything and they saw my arm get pulled, but I say I must have just tripped. We rush back to the tent only to find the board on our mattress with the planchette on hello. I grab it, throw it in a nearby trash can. When the morning comes, we find out that my forearm is covered in bruises, as if someone grabbed it hard. I try to brush it off as a result of the fall I had. After I got back to the house, things only got worse. I started hearing banging at night and seeing an older woman in mirrors and reflections. I also had a weird interaction with my aunt's friend who was very who was very spiritual. She and I got along decently. After the camping trip, she started saying that something dark was following me and would refuse to be in the same room as me. Things eventually quieted down after I moved out. Sometimes I wonder if there was a mold or something causing me to become paranoid. <laughs> <laughs> but I did also have a priest bless the house that I moved into just in case. I wonder oh. if there's a SL connection. Sadly. Yeah, I, I would... I, I want to, for the sake of story, uh, you looking up like Bastille. demon names or something? Yeah. SL? What is research? SL hit us back up. The, with SL. the only thing, the only thing that that brought came to my mind when uh, when they said SL uh, was that you, the, the there's that Ouija board demon Zaza. I don't know if you've heard of it or Zuzu sometimes. Okay. And it just does the same thing over and over. It just goes Z A Z A Z A Z A Z A repeatedly, and it sometimes it'll do Z U Z U Z U Z U Z U instead. Oh, so this um, is Slow Slow? Little Slow Slow? <laughs> this, this is, yeah, this is Little Slow Slow. Uh, cousin, cousin to Zaza. Not as good as Zuzu. Zaza. Not as good. I would request that person, though, look into their 
their their previous ghost house, their family history, just to see. Yes, the SL. There's, there's a lot here that usually, especially with stories like this, you never, you know, who knows everything goes on with the story. But there's a lot of information you can research. I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, they, they like they said that there's two people that died in the house, so who knows? They maybe the the old woman that you saw, maybe that has maybe one of one of them. Who knows? But if you do do if you do do, <laughs> but if you do more research, drop it on Reddit. Let us know. The thing I'd that's good about it. SL versus your grandmother's name is that you already knew your grandmother's name. So maybe True. even if unconsciously you could be somehow guiding that. But with SL, unless you already know and you're being coy right now, like finding out what SL is would probably be a great way to figure out more about this. Well, also, does everyone on. have like a crystal lady in their life, like a mom's friend who's spiritual? Because I feel like that's I wish in, like, I did. No, I feel like that's no, in no, like not. every story. I'm imagining nope. like Lisa Marie, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> vibes. It's just like, oh, what about like a Marianne Wil Williamson? Yeah. You think she's like a secret medium? Here's the thing. I, I love her. I mean, and I like, loved her vibes. A romantic way. Well, Marianne Williamson, if you're listening, she seems and you like, should, this podcast would be up your alley. She seems like the kind of wild that I could have a lot of fun with. <laughs> I'm, I dig her. I'm like, you're just my kind of crazy. You're I love like, you. You're, she's like, she seems like safe crazy. Safe crazy? Like she's not going to stab you while you're sleeping? Right. Like just she's out of like, curiosity? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I've dated people yeah. where I've honestly worried about that. So it would be, it would be, a, it would be a step up for me. <laughs> One I one person I dated that I was like, ah, oh, she's gonna kill me when I'm sleeping one day. What the fuck are you guys talking about? <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I wanna I wanna Alex, tangent just and tell Just because you have so healthy bad, relationships but... doesn't mean <laughs> I'm just okay. Okay. I'm just saying you're going to sleep and you're like, there's a possibility this person's gonna kill me. But like I don't know what's is really good. It doesn't matter. I can have sex with a flashlight. That thing's I never gonna kill not. me. I would not. I would. I could. I could. I don't I own a flashlight. And but I, I could. could warm up my coffee and fuck my coffee. Doesn't mean I, I want wouldn't to. do that either. What are you? But two your coffee's doing? not gonna kill you at night either. I and also, nobody's fucking their coffee. That's a bad place to put your penis. <laughs> don't do that. You're gonna burn yourself. It's the most tender skin on your body. Come on, guys. You also don't want to date somebody who, when you wake up in the middle of the night, she's sitting upright staring at you, and she goes, Whoa. Why don't you want to fuck me anymore? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. What? I've never had that. Uh, well, because I haven't told you that story. It's from a long time in my past. Uh, what the hell? Look, I just worry because I don't trust people all that much. But oh, <laughs> you are literally serious. like... You're no, like I, I thought you didn't have an you oh so I'm the only one who had like a crazy experience. This is like love line. I mean I've had plenty of things happen to me that I would say are crazy, but I've never been like <laughs> Mathis! Oh my god! This is what happens when you're like, yo, Satan, can I have superpowers? <laughs> this is what happens. You get people who are like, I'll kill you tonight. <laughs> like, I what? will kill you. What was my super what superpower did I end up trading for that? Not that Which, I get anything. Okay, what power did you ask for? Well, when I was, I asked for Power Rangers powers and Spider-Man powers. Those are like the two. They're pretty good. That's pretty. And I don't good. have like I'm not sticking to like I get sweaty sometimes, but that doesn't like let me climb wait, walls. Wait, wait, time out, time out. You wanted two powers? That, well, that's no, why I, you didn't I, get I answers. Back and forth. I'm not saying I would barter for both. I just like it would depend on my mood. I loved Spider-Man. I loved the Power Rangers. So sometimes I'd ask for one. Sometimes I'd ask for the other. You were fickle. But I wanted that's to transform into the Red Ranger, and I did I try. I tried. I get Next it. story. <laughs> Alex, you take this one. How about? All right. This, this one is called. Go ahead, yeah, please. Supernatural family 
by Zaddy One. I'm gonna just guess that's how you pronounce. That. I think that's how you say it. Or Z A Z A D One. Z A D One. Z A D One. Zaddy Zaddy One. I'll start with ones outside my immediate family. This one gets right to it. No intro. No Nothing. bullshit. Here we go. No fluff. I'll start Don't with ones us. outside my immediate family. I have an uncle who used to let his father-in-law live with his family. Unfortunately, the father-in-law had passed away before he got to see his grandson, who is my cousin. When my cousin was born, they took him home and he became very ill and the doctors could not figure out why. I don't remember what kind of sickness, but enough to cause panic and multiple diagnostic visits. My aunt was getting desperate enough to seek outside slash non-medical help. So a religious figure of sorts came to the house and said that there is a spirit in the house that has lashed onto, my, onto the baby. My uncle is not a religious man, so whatever. I don't know what that means. I think he maybe like means like he was like kind of whatever about it. Uh, however, seeing his son like that, he was willing to try anything. Okay, I see. So his tactic after hearing that there was a spirit inside the house made him think it was his father-in-law who died and didn't want to move on. So my uncle prayed and said he told his father-in-law that if he didn't leave, then he was going to leave his daughter and grandson. The next morning, my cousin was instantly better and had no signs of any sickness. Oh, my God. You think, like, the boy was born without a soul and just souls were like, yo, free body. And I'm just like, who the <laughs> fuck? Really like, after you it? let your goddamn father-in-law live in your house, he pays you back by... Being a dick? Trying wow, to kill your like a son? father-in-law to me. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what that's about. That's messed up. All right. But that's that's number one. This one is also number one, though, so we'll see. Now, fast forward <laughs> a couple years later. This is a story of two of my cousins. One of them is from the previous story, and one of them is from another uncle. So we got that same haunted baby cousin and another cousin from another uncle. For context, during this time, my cousins are four years old and 14 years old. This story comes from the older cousin. One day, my two cousins were playing together at my younger cousin's house. There are so many cousins in this story. This is a cousin, a cousin copia. One day, my co two cousins were playing together at my younger cousin's house, and the younger cousin said he needed to use the restroom. The older cousin asked if he needed help, and he said no because he was potty trained. At four, I feel like it's a good time to be potty trained. It is a good so, time. Yeah. So the older cousin continued to play, and after some time, the older cousin noticed that the younger one was gone for a while. So she got up and went to look for him. When she found him, she saw him looking at the top of the stairs. The older cousin asked what he was looking at, and the younger cousin said, Grandpa. She was confused and said that can't be true because their grandpa was in another country, so he can't be here. The younger cousin explained not their grandpa, but his grandpa from his mom's side. That's this very specific my... for a four-year-old. I think that's the father-in-law, right? I think so, That's yeah. the same, yeah. Uh, this freaked my cousin out because she knew that his grandpa from his mom's side was dead. So she quickly rushed him away from the stairs and back to the living room to the toys. A few years later, she would bring up that scenario to the younger cousin, but he has no recollection. She told the younger cousin's parents what happened and said they would take care of it. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I can only think that meant that they told the grandpa to leave again. Remember, all this all crazy because this all this crazy because the younger cousin had never met his this is all crazy because the younger cousin had never met his grandpa from his mom's side. Okay. So he wouldn't be able to recognize him, but it's right, consistent right. between the two hauntings. Got it. Okay, now we're finally to number two. Now, to this day, my cousin is afraid of spirits and supernatural things. However, I find it very ironic because of my family members to be afraid of the supernatural. She's the only one of my cousins that has lived in a haunted house. This is a collection of stories of the older cousin from the previous story and her encounters with the supernatural. So the basis of this story is about a haunted house that only messed with things on one side of the house, which was a hallway that connected two bedrooms and one bathroom. Okay. This was confirmed by her parents, grandma, and aunt, who all lived there at the same time. 
The supernatural things that would happen would be stuff would be moved around, beds would be messed up after being made, lights only on that side of the house would turn on and off, basic paranormal activity. However, the adults didn't seem to mind the paranormal activity, mainly because they were immigrants from a war-torn country and a possessed house that wasn't violent was better than no home at all, which, if that's not old-world wisdom, I've never fucking heard it before. I was going to say, damn, man, that, 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 is, that hits right to the core of it. Yeah. So everyone lived their lives in this haunted home while my cousin was aware of it, was never completely convinced. What? So everyone lived their lives in this haunted home while my cousin was aware of it, who was... The cousin was not feeling good about it. Yeah, the, the cousin wasn't fully convinced of the paranormal. Yeah. Until one day she came home from school and walked past the hallway and saw an old lady walk back and forth from room to room. Hate that. My cousin thought it was her grandma until she heard her grandma yelling from the kitchen to see if it was my cousin coming home from school. My cousin dashed into the kitchen to confirm her grandma, and she was just cooking some food. My cousin asked my grandma if anyone is, was at home. Her grandma said no, her parents and aunt were at work. My cousin told her what she saw, and her grandma just replied, it's probably just the ghost, and then offered her some food. My cousin, flabbergasted by her grandma's nonchalant answer that she just sat down and had some food. From that day, my cousin never went to that side of the house and would use the side door of the house to get to a room, which fortunately was on the other side of the house. Nothing ever happened to anyone in my family that lived in that house, and they are all currently alive, and my cousin still has a fear of ghosts. Okay, well, so that's that's another story. And now we're at number three, the final it's story. It's the last one, yep. And this one says, now for a story closer to home. I have a more personal story that I do not remember, but is only known because my mom told me. Okay. At a young age, I had a sister that passed away. Sad. I was turning five around the time my sister passed away, and she was two. I still have some vivid memories of her despite our short time together. When she passed away, I was not made aware of her death. I remember the day she passed, I had a dream. I went to her crib, and she was gone. Then I woke up from the dream and went to her crib and saw that it was empty. That's what I remember. However, my mom told me the story was different, where I had gone to my sister's crib in the morning and just stared above the crib. When she asked what I was doing, I said I was looking at my sister. My mom said I told her in detail that I was looking at my sister floating above her crib and slowly floating away. She said I didn't try to grab her or wonder where she went. It was as if I knew what happened and just let it be. I have no memory of this event, but it was what my mom told me. I have no other personal supernatural stories since then. A very, like, haunted, like, home, basically. Seems like just a lot of focused spirits just hanging out. Another old lady, though. Old ladies just be fucking everywhere. I always find family ghost stories really interesting because I had one. And it was like, I was so, I was so surprised by it because I brought it up that I'd seen something in my grandma's house, like at a family dinner one time mm -hmm. thinking that everybody was just going to be like, mm. but then like literally everyone around the table had like a similar story in the house of like a ghost that they all thought about, but hadn't talked about ever before with ever with everyone. Damn. And we were all just freaking each other out by having all these really <laughs> similar stories. And I always wonder what that is. And I know some people say that like poltergeist activity and stuff like that is like psychic. Like it's like you, and your family mm -hmm. like doing stuff and usually very closely tied with puberty. Yeah. And I, I wonder, and I, you know, this cousin was like 14. Everybody is young in this, you know, people always say kids can see ghosts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I always wonder about like, what is actually at the source of all these stories and why, if they are fake, you know what I mean? Like if they are just totally fake made up stories, like why do we all tell them? Like they're so, they're so interesting. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it, I mean, you can probably, like, wheel back and be like, yeah, the attention's probably nice, 
you know, if people hurt. But if it's something that's been, like you said, in the family forever, there's just no point. There really isn't. Yeah. I, right? Yeah, that shit freaks me out a little bit. Yeah, it always does. Jesse, this one's for you. Oh, my goodness. All right. Um, My missing friend. This is Felix Egerdick Drick. Yeah, that's a good enough try Felix Egerdick. Egerdick. Erdrick from Dragon Quest. Yep. This is fine to share. I've told this story in a video a while back, too. I grew up in an old home in a tiny town, Hamlet, rather, called Patricia in Alberta, Canada. Oh, Canada. You know what? This story is going to end with them like, we saw a ghost, and we're like, hey, ghost. The ghost was, <laughs> and like, he was like, oh, hey. sorry to bother you, eh? Yeah, and then they both said sorry and walked different directions. <laughs> hey, <end>. ghost. <laughs> Did you see that fucking kid, by the way? Uh, that kid from Canada who's like, you know, came here, traveled all the way here uh, to go to Disneyland, tell me it's closed, drove a long way, and like, drinks <laughs> he sips his coffee. <laughs> Yeah, the comment I saw was like the angriest, most outraged Canadian <laughs> yeah. I've ever seen. How fuming. The, the max madness of a Canadian person. Yeah. <laughs> I love Canada. Uh, if I, Toronto, if I could just be in Toronto, I'd retire in that city. I'm going to be real. Right. It's like on my bucket list to go to Canada, and I'm like, might be able to go in like a month or two, but I'm. Get we'll out of here, real yeah. rascally virus. Look, I would love, I love. Here's the thing. I've only been to southern Canada, I think, like most people in the world. I've never experienced anything off the lakes or, like, Vancouver. Everything else, that's wild territory. I don't know what's up you there. Boys, so. You boys should come. We should take, like, two nights and go spend, like, two nights in Antarctica. I'm there. Antarctica? Yeah, dude, let's go north. Flights are cheap. Let's go. No, Flights that's, are cheap. That's, Stay in, like, the ice hotels that are up there? I think it that's, counts as that's... social uh, distancing if you oh, go can you can you can you meet me halfway? Can we do Antarctica Alaska? Antarctica is, 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 that's south. Cold area. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so worried for you. I'm so worried. <laughs> we're going to be, we're going to be fine. Yeah. No, All right. Alaska, <clears throat> can we do, like, a couple nights in Alaska one time? I'd go to Juneau. That's about as far north as I go. Oh, my God. That's fine. All right, Jesse, keep reading. I can tell a lot of bizarre stories about this town and probably will over time. Oh, I love the idea that the town of Patricia, Alberta is Ooh. like haunted or crazy. Okay. But today I'll talk about one of the times when I was in my house with my two friends, Robin and Syke. Syke. Uh, first of all, it's Sky. Sky. <laughs> Sky. Syke. Sky. Sky. Just joking. We got you. Uh,. I can't remember our exact age at the time, but we were definitely young teens, so sometime around 2012. Firstly, the layout for the area of the house this takes place in is a little strange, and I may have a hard time adequately explaining without visual reference, but I will attempt to anyway. There were several sections to the attic. The stairs went up, then there was a small landing, and to the left it went up a bit more into another room that also sectioned off into another separate room. There was also, at the landings, another set of stairs that went up and around a corner to the right and into a separate attic. This attic locked from the outside with a latch. The upper attic was always the part of the house that was the most foreboding. Anything with, like, a latched door <laughs> is going to mm -hmm. be the most foreboding. It felt bad. It also had a bad history. A man had it some uh, at one point hung himself from the rafters, and died. 
My friends and I decided to test our courage and venture upstairs, excluding Robin, who, who was decidedly too scared and instead opted to stay at the foot of the stairs and watch Listen from afar. Sky, psych, went first <laughs> and, was, and I was right behind her. As she rounded the corner on the landing, I heard a loud thump, and fearing she fell or tripped, I ran up to see if she was okay. She was gone. <laughs> what? The door <laughs> was Christ. latched shut. There was oh. nowhere she could have gone. She was like, psych? <laughs> <laughs> she couldn't have slipped past me. She couldn't have gone into the attic because it was locked, and she couldn't have locked it uh, behind herself. Still... I figured I had better look for her anyway. I unlatched the door. It was dark and dusty. The room had one of those pool string lights, and so I stepped nervously into the dark and reached for the string. But when I pulled the string, instead of the light buzzing into life, something swung down from the rafters and knocked me onto my back. God. What the hell? You just pull it, the monkey swings down, like, whoo, and just kicks you. It really knocked the wind out of me, but I managed to get up quickly as this was pretty fucking scary with an E-N. Yeah. And I never saw Sky again. <laughs> I ran down the stairs and met Robin at the bottom. I explained what happened, and even though I didn't think it was possible, I asked her if Sky had come back down the stairs. She hadn't seen her. We proceeded to look for her everywhere. I even got up the curse to properly search the attic and the other two rooms upstairs. Nothing. We figured or hoped that perhaps she was playing a very mean prank on us, but we had just begun to lose hope. Two hours had passed, and Sky. Oh, what? Uh, but we just begun to lose hope. So I said, as we had just begun to lose hope, two hours had passed by. Sky comes back down the stairs. What? She asked me where I went, saying she thought I was right behind her, and I was. But she was the one who disappeared. She had no recollection of any time passing while she was missing, and to her, it was though she had just turned that uh, turned that corner. I'll come back with my theory on the town being run by a cult secret society. Whoa. <laughs> a possible murder and the abandoned house I explored that sparked a wild series of discoveries. But it's also 5 a.m. and I'm what working, so I don't have to wait. Is Who this a wrote trailer? This? Did we just get the fucking trailer? <laughs> right? Felix, we just got trailered by Felix, Felix Edrick. Oh, my God. I need more about this town. Egg what? This Haunted town Canada? sounds amazing. Patricia in Alberta, Canada. Patricia, That's Alberta's... Haunted Canada by Egg Dick. Oh my God, I'm blown away by this. I love this it's story. Great. Honestly, the disappear story. for two hours. I'm sorry, but like that's an alien. That's a very alien vibe of like turning, abducted, two hours disappear, and then you're put back where you were found. To oh, me, it almost know. feels like Ambrose Bierce level. Like it's like some type of like old school, like short or story about like a like a mystifying occurrence at the bridge. It also kind of reminds me of missing 411 people who think like people step into portals and like disappear for hours and then show up somewhere else. I don't want to, like, I don't want to bring them up too much. I don't want to bring up, I don't want to invite more. I don't want to wanna, you know, ruffle any feathers. Yeah. Hey man, if they want to throw us on their subreddit again, um, that's fine. Yeah. You know, if you want to just, I'll, I'll go ahead and say that you might be wrong about the facts in some of the missing 411s cases. And if that gets us back on that message board, let's do it. <laughs> but also remember this, missing 411 people. If we always got into like knockdown, drag out fights with everybody who disagreed with us, we would <laughs> we'd never, be on episode one. Yeah, we would never, we would never relax. So just let it be what it is, okay? 
on that. Whoa, whoa, whoa time out. Please. Time out. What? Uh-oh. What did Jesse Google? <laughs> I just Googled Patricia Alberta. I was like, you need to know okay, more. Okay. All right. Let me just drop some facts. This is crazy. Okay. For Patricia? Yes. Patricia. Patricia <laughs> is a hamlet in southern Alberta, Canada, within mm -hmm. the county of Newell. It is not very big. Patricia is next to the Dinosaur Provincial Park, which is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. It is named after Princess Patricia, and it was briefly famous in the 70s when somebody willed a lot to the hamlet, uh, a lot in the hamlet to the then Prime Minister Trudeau, so Justin's dad. Is Princess and this Patricia house was built in the 70s? Is Princess Patricia a Diplodocus? <laughs> Why is it a dinosaur? There's a dinosaur world part next to it. I don't know. Oh, okay. All right. But it's named I mean, after I that Princess was... Patricia, okay. who is the granddaughter of Queen Victoria. So, oh. Wow. That's... Anyway, demographics. As designated by the 2016 Census of the Population conducted by the Statistics Canada, Patricia has a recorded population of 101 people living in 46 of its 50 private dwellings. Huh. Is four un unlived? 101 people. That's it. Y'all, this is like the well, perfect it is very town. Culty. This is Twin this Peaks. This is the perfect yeah. town. Oh my <laughs> God. It's next to like dinosaur bones. It is a place where, again, let me restate this. It was briefly famous in the 70s when somebody just gave a lot of money to then Prime Minister Pierre Trudeau. Someone in the town just gave him money. And like a ludicrous sum of money that made the town famous in the 70s. So it's this town Egadric is like some low rank cult member trying to get the truth out. Oh my god, this town is straight up my favorite. This is this is a horror story town. Well, listen, Felix Egadric. I know you said that you had to go to sleep and you have work, <laughs> but if you ever wake up and for some reason, I I don't know why, maybe you aren't allowed to go to your work anymore for a couple weeks, uh, in the interest of public health and safety, <laughs> maybe you could take stuff? some time and write us a couple little stories about your town. I I'd will personally hear. hunt your name down on the Reddit and get what I can. That being said, we're down to our last story, boys. The last story of this episode, anyway. It's simply titled, That Time I Lost My Grip on Reality. Dude, I got a lot of those. <laughs> Written by Idols to Effigies, which I really like. I like that name a lot. I think I listened to them when I was in middle school. <laughs> there you go. It begins. Mm. Hearing Jesse's story about taking psychedelics at a party and the way it altered his perception of reality, i.e. experiencing <laughs> time as though he had gone home and gone to bed only to wake up still at the party. Maybe you're still at that party. The... Maybe. <laughs> God, I would I would have so many lessons learned. I could go You'd back and redo and my whole like, oh, life shit. and I'd be great. Oh my God. That time reminds me of the only time I personally experienced something that borders on the paranormal. Before I start, I want to be clear that I don't think what happened was truly paranormal, maybe because part of me needs it not to be. And for the most part, it's not hard to see how a dreaming mind might fabricate the events I experienced. However, there's a single piece of evidence that I have no good explanation for and still causes me some unease when I think about it even now. Can I tell you, if you're going to send us a story, this is how to do it. You're already winning me over. You've mentioned my name once. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm very Trumpian in this. Put my you name in more of these listen stories. listen to the things Jesse says. That's another yeah, big thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is so far very good. Yeah. You know the way into Jesse's heart. Mm -hmm. Before I start, I want to be clear. Oh, I already said that. Uh, it started on a Saturday. I woke up earlier than normal at around 9 a.m. For a guy who likes sleeping in on weekends, that's early. Dude, you don't have to justify it. 
9 a.m. is still early for me. So on a, on a Saturday. <laughs> sometimes I go to bed at 7.15 a.m. I yeah, get, dude. like, let's, don't worry about it. Yeah. Don't take advice from us, but just say you're not alone, you know? After unsuccessfully trying to go back to sleep for a time, I decided I would put on something to stream, settling on the latest episode that released for the TV show River Monsters. Yes. If you're unfamiliar, I'd call it a fishing show that has a dash of cryptid-style exploration of the mysterious. Though the host is firmly rooted in, there's a logical explanation for this that doesn't involve unknown species or folklore camp. Which, again, I appreciate when with those kinds of shows. It's why it's why Jesse's here, baby. We need that anchor. That and he's our friend, but also, like, he's <laughs> a skeptic. <laughs> Entitled Killer Torpedo, it was investigating the deaths of people on a river that some locals were attributing to the mermaid-like creature... La Serena. I've actually never heard of that. Have you? Uh, I have not, but I'm sure that as soon as the movie comes out, every single person <laughs> who's listened to this podcast will text us. I can't wait for that tweet yeah. <laughs> for tweet two weeks straight. The host put forth a convincing argument after hearing eyewitness reports and doing fishing in the areas that the culprit was a fish called a tarpon, something typically more associated with ocean fishing, but can live in certain freshwater systems. After wrapping up the episode, I putzed around my apartment doing various chores and cleaning up. After a few hours and with nothing to do, my roommates were both gone and I had no other plans, I decided to settle for settle in for an afternoon nap and started to dream. I've always been amazed at how how can find your dream re Oh wait, I've always been amazed at how you can find your, yourself in a dream already knowing the reality you've constructed. So I'm assuming they're meaning like uh lucid dreaming and such. Yeah. Which have you have the two of you ever experienced lucid dreaming before? I've never no. like I've never like been like tonight I will lucid dream. Me either. Have you ever woken up in a dream and yes. know it's a dream? Yes. Me too. It's happened like Couple two or times. three times. Like, but I, I didn't. I wasn't like ready to like wield the power. No, me either. I was just desperate to wake up at that yeah. time. But yeah, it's, it can be a very weird experience. But anyway, it's if you ever have that experience, and it's it's interesting. It's a trip. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I know exactly how my my dream house is constructed, even if I've never really been there. Not from memory, but by virtue that my subconscious created it. Okay. My afternoon dream started off relatively normal. I was in a very cinematic version of New Orleans-style jazz town with my dream wife, enjoying drinks and local musicians. That sounds like me at E3 when Mafia 3 was there. Oh, you know what I think he's saying? Is he saying, like, when you're in the dream, there are elements of You know of your, the house? There's, like, elements of your life that aren't true, mm -hmm. but that are that you do not question as not true. Like he's saying yeah. like, I know my dream wife because my brain is like, yeah, that's your wife that you already have. Yeah. It's like, it, like it creates always, everything. Yeah. People always say that it's like, or like I'm in a dream and I'm like, I'm pretty sure this one guy was there, but he wasn't that guy. He was like another guy who looked like that guy, like that. Type yeah. Of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. Actually. That's probably what he's saying. Um, either way, some friends met us and we continued our reverie and I was immensely happy. Suddenly, I woke up in a laid-down chair, very similar to a dentist's chair. Whoa. I was, I was restrained by both arms and felt wires attached to my body. I struggled against the restraints and heard immediate shouting and people rushing over. It was hard to make out what was happening, but it was clear that the people around me were not happy. Dressed in white scrubs with strange silver piping, they rushed to restrain me and things went dark. I'm sitting at a desk in an office cubicle in a high-rise building. My brain tells me that this is my desk and that I work here. Are we in Inception enjoy right now? Yeah, that's this very Inception-esque. Yeah. I don't enjoy it, but it pays all right. I take my lunch break, have a sandwich, get some coffee, and head to a meeting my brain tells me I attend every week. 
As my coworkers were gathering, I noticed that my wife was in attendance. I called her name and asked why she, what she was doing here. She told me that she works here and that's not my name. Her name badge confirms this, but I know that this is my wife who I went to New Orleans with. That's when I realized that all my coworkers were from New Orleans. My manager being the upright bassist from the celebration I was at. What the fuck? It's like finding out your boss is also the chat at a party. He brings the acoustic guitar and tries to like strum, strum a tune every time. You're like, God, shut up, Chad. That's when I realized that all my coworkers are from New Orleans, my manager being the upright basis for the celebration I was at. As I'm about to shout at my wife, don't you remember? I notice a tidal wave moving from the distance over the cityscape. Only instead of blue-green of the sea, it's completely black. Then I remember the white room and the people in scrubs. I understand now this is a punishment, though I can't remember my crime. How many times have I remembered and reality was erased, wiped out and started over? I don't know. I don't remember. They don't want me to. I'm desperate to avoid the inky blackness. I bolt outside the room, away from the windows and toward the stairs. My coworkers don't move or react as they're consumed by the black flood. I make it to the stairs, but not to the roof, as the void overtakes me. I wake up in bed. My TV's on just like I left it, with the River Monsters host talking about Central America. I turn to look at my alarm clock to see how much of the afternoon was left, but it was 9.30 in the morning. I jumped up to check the timestamps on my TV and found out that it was less than 15 minutes into the Killer Torpedo episode. What? I rushed out of my room and found that none of the chores I remember having done were finished. The dishes were still dirty in the sink, the laundry unfolded in the dryer. It hadn't been real. I apparently dreamed the entire morning routine. Astonished that I could dream that much in that amount of time, uh, that amount of a time span less than 15 minutes going from the timestamps in the episode, I went back to my room and resumed the episode of River Monsters and was struck by an extremely powerful sense of deja vu. Out loud, I said a single word that shook me to the core. Tarpon. Why do I know what the ending of this episode is when I only dreamt it happened? It was impossible. It wasn't even 10 a.m. yet, so I couldn't have possibly played through it twice, which I would later confirm directly through viewing history, as the episode is 42 minutes long. Why do I know that Tarpon is the fish revealed to be the culprit at the end of an episode that I had not seen? It's at this point I left my apartment. I went to a local diner and then to my local game store when it opened because I needed to be around other people and I needed to get my grip back on reality. Like I said, my logical brain won't allow me to think this is anything but my mind messing with me but I still can't explain how the, I know the name of that fish. Honestly, I've never told the whole ordeal to anyone, particularly the bit about the mind prison, for lack of a better term. Maybe a dumb part of me still is still scared that revealing too many details would trigger that black flood I remember so vividly. I guess we'll find out when I hit post. Anyway, I hope you enjoyed my little experience. If not paranormal, then definitely an anecdote about how people's minds can do things with perception that are extremely scary. And very interesting. I love this. I love this. That was such a good fucking story. So, first off, I have, with a frequency that is disturbing, um, I will, like, wake up. I don't know. Maybe let's say the same time, like, 9 or something. And be like, I'm going back to bed. I'll go back to bed, and I will have a very vivid, what seems like a long, drawn-out dream. And when I wake back up, it's been, like, 38 minutes. Mm -hmm. That's happened to me numerous times where I've lived like a lifetime in a dream and but, then woken up and barely been asleep. 
that can be ex explained because if you wake up and then I'm sure you know this, go right back to sleep within X number of minutes, you will your body will just put you right back into REM. Yeah. It will not go through anything else. Yeah, I, I have it, it's weird. Like I've I don't have like a super rigid routine right now in my mm -hmm. life like I used to when I was like a kid in school, right? Of course. But like I when I was a kid, I'd used to I used to like get up, get breakfast, go to school, do all my classes, talk to my friends get home, get on the bus, go home, and then wake up, and it's the same day. Mm -hmm. Like, I've done I, that I had, a yeah, couple times. I've done yeah. that with work. Like, I've dreamt I went to work, I served tables, I got paid, I went home, and then you wake up, and you're like, oh, i got to go to fucking work. Like, you like had the least, those moments. Yeah, it's like the least good type of dream. Have you ever had, have that, either of you, I don't, maybe this is common, I'm just crazy. This happens to me with alarming frequency. Sometimes I'll be chilling, whether it be reading a book or or watching something, and then everything will kind of, like, go dim or quiet or silent and it'll feel like forever passes like you just all of a sudden it just seems like you kind of either doze out or zone out and then all of a sudden all the all this sound kind of comes back all at once and it, it's almost jarring and then you look at the clock and it's been like a minute yeah and you're like what the like it feels like an extreme amount of like 15 20 30 minutes have passed where you've just been chilling and then it's only been a couple minutes it's like almost like meditation it's freaking yeah crazy. yeah yeah i guess that could be that could be it I, Still, like, yeah. that's wild. I love stories like this because they're so freaking weird. The I'm, tarpon thing is so interesting, and I feel like we've all had something like that in our lives. I was going to say, sure I there is, there's actually a scientific term for that, where I think, like, the assumption scientifically is that at some point in your life, you either saw the end of that episode, or you were, like, in a different room while that episode was playing. Because, you know, this is like, um... Uh, you say that you watch this show often when you're trying to like calm down or like come down from whatever. And maybe during one episode you fell asleep and then you slept through the next episode, but you still heard him say, maybe you like woke up and you heard them say Tarpon. Uh, so, who knows? But like there's a scientific explanation, like according to science, that this is like a thing that happens frequently. And yeah, I've, I've definitely have, had it happen to me where I like know a thing. And I'm like, I, I've seen this before, I haven't I? Yeah. But I like haven't. I don't know. And and a fun, like, pa slightly paranormal theory is, like, this kind of weirdly fits quantum immortality in yeah. a way where, like, they see the hospital. They're, like, you move. They're panicking. They're trying to, like, keep you alive. The black wave comes. You end up dying in this timeline. And so you're shifted to the next closest one. Or, and the next closest one is 15, you know, only 15 minutes into the episode before you died. Or it is you tapped into the Matrix and Ooh. all those people you saw were the agents and actors who were, because you were being tortured, right? You were being held down as a prisoner. And so all those people were mind messing with you. Like in, in the movies, when it's like the character is, I'm the, I'm the doctor in this one scene, like uh, Inception, right? Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. That, that Like Alex even said at the beginning, right? That was a very Inception start mm -hmm. to the story. Yeah. I, Either way, whatever I, it was, first of all, I hope you're okay. Uh, what were yeah. you saying, Jesse? No, I, I wish I remember what it was called. There's definitely deep dive the, the like, you know, Google search something similar to this. There is a real name for this phenomenon of you knowing something and being like, I've never heard this before, but apparently you have. And it was so unimportant to you that your consciousness forgot, but your subconscious was like, yo, I, I know what that is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. That's probably uh, the most logical explanation, certainly. I mean, look, here's here's what I can say to this person. It's like, uh, if it makes you feel any better, 
I'm here reading this that you wrote. I'm real. I have a whole life outside of this podcast. I know it. there's no way to prove that. It's like Descartes. But if that makes you feel better, we're all here and real. But also, I remember reading something a couple years ago, like in 2014 or so, that was like <clears throat> scientists developed like some type of psychoactive drug that they were trying to create where you go into jail for eight hours and you take this drug and it feels like you've been in jail for 1000 years. Jesus. And like, yeah. And I mean, obviously I'm sure it's not like you, I'm sure it's not like you take the drug and it runs a VR simulation of you being in a jail for a thousand years. So whatever that mind state is, I think it has something to do with real chemicals in your brain Mm -hmm. that, that have to do with your perception of time passing it's like the same reason why when you get like super into something, it seems like it's been a shorter time than it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and, and uh, you know, I don't know. Something about this story reminds me of that. Maybe it's it really does. almost waking up and seeing a bunch of people around you scrambling to put you back to sleep or whatever. But I don't know. I feel like, I feel like maybe there's something in your brain that can do something similar. I, I agree. I think that's like you and Jesse both pose like, things that make the most sense especially since we can all come forward and be like yeah we've had weird things that are similar to that it just sounds like something maybe that the brain like can inside just out and it was all the people in your head and they were like you he's waking up yeah maybe it was your sleep joy and she's like okay maybe it was your <laughs> new orleans uh amusement park crumbling into the <laughs> yeah and leonardo dicaprio was like the dream's collapsing and Bing Bong was like, and they're panicking, trying to plug the machine back into you. Yeah, and start your life. We need over. that crossover. Leonardo Thank DiCaprio, you very much. They incept into that girl's head. Hell yeah! <laughs> Bing Listen, bong, bing I'm bong. game. Let Leonardo in my brain. Shoutouts to Lucas Haas, who everybody forgot was in Inception. Uh, guys, are we at the end of our episode? We're at the end of the episode, Alex. Well, let me tell you this: if you've been having a hell of a time listening with us, you can head over right now to patreon.com slash pod, and you too can partake in the episode that we are about to record right now right after this where we're going to get into some like more like current events paranormal shit that's going on right now so that's available right now you can listen to it if you're listening to this you can literally immediately go listen to it so go do that and help us get to weekly episodes we're almost it's been one week or or so like one and a half weeks something like that right What's it been? Yeah, just about. And, we're like a week and a half in. Yeah. And we're almost halfway there. So if you can just go be a part of that, we promise we'll make it worth your while. You get to be on the Discord with a bunch of people. We're trying to think of other things that we're going to do uh, yep. for, you know, to make the Patreon even better. So if you want to jump on uh, the Patreon or you want to jump on the subreddit, uh, r slash or uh, Chiluminati pod or whatever it yep. is, right? Like you can suggest things that maybe we can do. Uh, bonus points for things that don't cost us extra work uh <laughs> or extra money yeah but have. like things that i was thinking about was like show notes and stuff like that i i don't show know notes definitely um maybe even or like getting the episode a couple days early um prior you know little things that we can easily easily do that'll give you more value and, and get chuliminati into your ears more often and as soon as possible but again that's at patreon.com slash chuliminati pod help us make this our job it would be awesome we're working on it. We love you. Thank you for the support. Go check us out. Like I said, patreon.com slash Pod on Twitter at Pod at Mathis Games for myself, Fasian AA for Alex, Jesse Cox for Jesse, Yo. and the Pod on the subreddit. 
Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you in the next one. Goodbye. Peace. Bye. Psych!